Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we question our underlying beliefs about the nature of the universe and so on. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. That was actually about six seconds then, it felt like, that delay. Um, This week we are going to talk, since there is a huge delay, we'll have time to do this as we speak. We're going to talk about meditation. (laughs) Uh, although that was a, an immediate reaction, like uh, it's very hard. I, I don't know if you've noticed uh, on the podcast recently, but we switched to Zoom, and like sometimes it's like the timing goes a bit weird because of how it delays. So hopefully this still sounds okay, but just don't forget that we're talking to each other from halfway across the world, if you can believe that. Um, so yeah, meditation. What do you reckon? <laughs> I think I should do it more. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I did. What one... about you, Michael? Yeah, yeah. I, I, me too. Like, do you know? I did. I, well, I, I, I broke for the first time. I did one in the bath. I thought, let's just make this a meditation. Oh. And um, and I think like the, the nice thing about meditation is if you haven't done it for ages, you have quite a good one. Yeah, it's like um, sort of loads of crust has built up in your brain, and uh, you can start to sort of think about things more clearly. Start to realise, start to remember that um, maybe you, you know, instead of just grumbling about a nearby twat, you can um, try and wish them well in their lives, things like that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're talking about meditation, maybe a bit it's very of very healthy attitude, maybe a bit of uh, self-help type stuff. Yeah, self-help. Um, because we know self-help sells. It does, yes. <laughs> this will be the clickbait episode. <laughs> clickbait self-help episode. Um, did you did you like react straight? The delay is a bit much today. It's quite extreme. Yeah. Let's see. Um, but then sometimes we, it's not. Um, wait. Is Maybe a we should just do a Google Hangout. I just need to be able to record it though. I just, anything can happen. What about Skype? You can record Skype. Can you? Oh. Should we do Skype? Okay. All right. Should we try um, it? Let me see if I know what my password is, is for Skype. Welcome S- to Iva- Michael and Ivanka's grand tech support cast. Mm. <laughs> it's just like I just Skype every time I launch. I'm I just go. Why are you so bad microsoft why why do you make things worse <laughs> which just like no. changes for the weirder <laughs> to mute, mute probably Ooh, oh, and the fucking... hi vanka how's it going I haven't seen you for a while, despite how the podcast uh, may seem. I haven't actually seen her for three weeks, listeners. Three weeks. It's going... I had an ap- apocalyptic dream last night. Did you? It's connected to my favourite beach. I dreamt that I got there and somebody had cut down all the trees. Right. And there were, like, some workers making some sort of... I don't know, some sort of factory. Mm. And then they all came in for a swim and I was like what have you done why have you cut all the trees down so I think it was all 
I think it's Amazon burning related. Mm. Uh, and then I was trying to find Nick. I didn't know where he was. I couldn't find my mobile phone. It was just all a bit much last night. Mm. So uh, that that's my, that set me up for a particular mood this morning. Mm. So over the breakfast table, Nick and I discussed the uh, the state of the world, only briefly. Mm. And then I had fresh figs on toast. It was delicious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Michael? <laughs> I'm okay. I've got well. I've got a few little bits and pieces I was going to talk about. Um, do you know, I got this email last night. Like, I guess it's one of those. It doesn't look like spam. It looks like one that was accidentally sent to me because someone gave the wrong email address about a student loan refinance application. But I do, the only reason, I, like, I've got like four emails in this thing. I, I guess they're not. I guess they've gone to the wrong person. But loan amount. $198,674. Wow. Student loan refinancing. What's that? Poor other American Michael Forrest. But is that real? Like, do people have a 200 grand student debt? I believe so in America. Jesus Christ. Depends on the university you go to. Third world country, isn't it? It's like, what are they doing? Well, I think some of those degrees, like if you go to a better university they're like I think 70 grand maybe Jesus what are they playing at and then you've got to live like, we do, what, do you not need do you not want an educated population I guess they don't they just no, want a privatised education system and no one to be able to do anything everyone to stay, stay trapped like, it's incredible so that that's what <laughs> I was thinking about this morning and then um, just uh I had an admin breakthrough. Oh. I found a way to make admin feel enjoyable and worthwhile, if you can believe it. I've got this, because uh, I've got this giant coder doc where I'm tracking all my activity. And um, I, I made a little button that's like, start doing admin now. And I, and, I, and I just decided to do 20 minutes a day. And so I've just got a backlog, a list of things I have to do. And all I, I just press this button and it shows me what the top of the list is and like times how long it takes me to do it. And I just time box it to 20 minutes. And um, it's quite fun. <laughs> and it's like, I think that I think my problem with, it's made me realise my problem with admin has always been that it, it can just randomly end up taking the entire morning. So if you just do yes. it regularly but time boxed, it, it feels a lot more a lot more okay so i've actually finally started selling some you know synth modules and taking stuff to the post office and uh and uh, replying to emails and you know doing all that sort of thing that just i did not have a space in my life for before and and it's quite fun because <laughs> it's sort of like kind of easy but you sort of feel good that you did it that you got it out of the way like so, you know, I'd recommend it. I could. Uh, it's, it's like I started sort of seeing if I could write a little video on how to do it, but it gets into like, it gets a bit complicated, <laughs> like this coder thing. If you want to do stuff, sometimes. So I was like, well, maybe I should build a plugin for it or something. And then it's like, oh god, I don't have time for this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I am like tracking. I'm, I'm like everything I do now. I sort of start the timer on it, and then I can see exactly how much time I spent on everything. Which is, you know, I don't know. I think it's fine. I don't think it's. Too I, think, crazy. I think I might need to uh, nick your app. Well, maybe it could set be. up my own version. Well, the thing with it is, it sort of needs to. Like, I think the reason it works for me is because it integrates into my larger sort of time tracking 
approach so I can sort of see my little pie chart segment of admin time spent. Because my friend sent me a, a little pie chart of his time allocation. It was like 40% admin. And I was like, and I had my own pie chart. I was like, I do zero admin. I never do any admin. <laughs> and I thought, like, that's got to be good. And I always feel like he's a lot better at like, reaching out to people he does a lot more touring and gets a lot more gigs and gets a lot more you know he knows a lot of people and i think part of that yeah. and he sort of sells has a tape label and things like that so he's sort of he's able to run those things but but i think he sort of feels bad that it takes that there's so much time spent on admin whereas i'm like well i'm sure there's something to be learned from i should be doing a little bit so that's when i sort of set myself a little more task. than none so I'm doing half an hour. I'm doing half an hour learning Italian, half an hour admin, and half an hour playing every day at the moment. Wow, oh, busy! Tick off in my Good <laughs> Habits app by Good to Hear Limited. Download Habits, Good Habits by Michael Forrest in the App Store now, I've, not on Android. I've been using Habits again. Yeah, uh, I've been using it to track vegetarian days. So no. I don't. So I'm not really using it to force vegetarian days, but rather to record yeah, them. Yeah. So the interface mm. is not designed for that, mm. but it helps me understand how many days I'm vegetarian. I did a. I had a whole. I had eleven days straight of vegetarianism wow. last, which ended last week because mm. Nick caught some fish. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but I've started using it because you know my sh sore shoulder that yeah. I've been grumbling about for probably over a year. Yeah. <laughs> it probably got, had its mention. There are exercises that I should do every day, and if I did them every day, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have a sore shoulder. But what I do is I wait till it's really, really painful, and then I do my exercises. Yeah. So I've now set up a shoulder exercise habit in my habits app, and I've also given nick permission to nag me okay well this which is... i don't like at all mm. <laughs> well when i first made the app like there was, uh, there was a guy that said that he'd really like he was supposed to do these exercises every day and the app had really helped him sort of um like enjoy yeah. that <laughs> like actually sort of do it and sort of enjoy doing it so you know it's a handy little app the only the thing i'm thinking of um I don't. I don't want to overcome. I've always tried to keep it not like keep it as simple as possible and yeah, not yeah, sort yeah. of add a load of features to it. But I'd, I, what was I thinking? It'd be quite nice to be able to. I don't know. Like maybe start a timer on something, or like be able to actually kind of like keep track of what you did. But then it, that just means then you've got to be able to look at that, and then I've got to build loads of screens where you kind of like dive into your activity, and then it gets all out of hand. So, so I'd like tell you what. Like I've been working on iOS development. And it's a goddamn slog. It's an absolute slog. Like, I've had maybe one or two days where I felt like I was productive all day. And I've had, like, 10, 15 days where it's just been, why doesn't this thing work? Why does this take so long? Why is this so awkward? Um, why, how the documentation does not line up with what actually happens. And there's no way to look at the source code. And it's like... You just waste so much time. Their stuff is like, just can you just make? I know you've made Swift open source, but I wish they would just make their stuff. Like it's just obnoxious how you just hit a wall with it because, you, like, you end up searching for code snippets on GitHub that maybe someone in Japan figured this out at some point, and then you're looking at this like Japanese source code and going, okay, this is how they did it. There is this how you're supposed to do it because there's no information. And they're not responsive uh, on on the chats on the on the on the boards, and they're not um, 
nothing's open source. And like compared to the velocity I was able to get, the amount of work, the number of screens I was churning out in React Native, and the sort of quality of user interface I was able to achieve very quickly in Flutter, like compared to, you know, Swift UI is all very well, but it's, it's optimized for an Apple keynote. It is not optimized for reality. And this is all, always the way that Apple stuff comes out. And I'm so sick of it. <laughs> so anyway, that's my rant about, that's been my world for the last few days. Uh, do we do we need to do a what's React Native versus there's Swift different, UI? Yeah, there's different ways you can make apps. Um, some of them work on Android and iOS, uh, but they may add a bit more cruft underneath. So if you use Apple's official stuff, then that's quite close to the metal and will run quite fast and keep your battery alive and things like that. Whereas if you, sometimes if you use some of these third-party things, there's sacrifices made there. Either... Um, so React Native has a little bit of a performance cost because it uses a higher level language on top of everything, whereas uh, Flutter is sort of re-implementing everything from scratch. So sometimes something you expect to be able to use just doesn't exist. So um, there's, there's trade-offs to all of these things. And the reason I'm using the Apple official stuff is because that's the only way to use the, 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 the new, new features that are in their operating system so that I can actually maybe try and get featured in the, in the App Store. Because that's what that's what makes them feature you. Uh, I was thinking about your habit app. Yeah. Maybe I think what uh, what I uh, it's a funny little struggle, but it's like what time shall I set the reminder for? Yeah. <laughs> so I think um, Apple Activity thing does a thing where it goes. Usually you have done more, but by, by now. <laughs> so mm, yeah, I perhaps mean, like, rather what, than that's like machine so, you know, learning be, stuff. That's uh, like CoreML like behavior monitoring. Like uh, it's something that anyway. I would. It would be very easy to do a bad job on, and it would be very hard to tell if I'd done a good job on it <laughs> without a lot of uh, feedback and testing from users. Um, so it's something I'd obviously like. It'd be nice. I'd like to do it. Do stuff like that, but I just don't really have the 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 capability without like a wider yeah, the ability to user test and things. In the negative column for Apple's activity mm -hmm. app, I have never, since I've had an Apple Watch, swum in a swimming pool. And every time I start swimming, it goes, would you like to record a pool swim? <laughs> no, I would not. Still no. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm in the sea with wet fingers and a wet, you know, yeah. lots of water around me, trying to go outdoor swim, uh, uh, open water swim, open water swim, and it just doesn't... It, uh, it doesn't, uh, it just refuses Understand. to learn. Yeah. It refuses. So oh. that's, I'm going to not, not approve that. In theory, iOS uh, 13 gives, it does some on-device training, so it's possible it might get better at detecting that. But anyway... <laughs> I mean, speaking of Apple, I suppose 
they've been building in sort of meditation and mindfulness style features into their products, haven't they? Like take a 10 minute break. Um, it's time to breathe, you know, all that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 they have. I don't know, the, the, my sister's convinced that the time to breathe one does actually detect that you're, she's got a watch as well, mm. that your heart rate might be higher mm. or, and that it's going, hang on a minute, take a deep <laughs> breath. I'm not entirely convinced, uh, but yeah. But I don't use it, I just go, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I've <laughs> no, never... you take a deep breath. <laughs> I did I did manage to keep on... Because t- I, I haven't worn my watch for ages, but I put it on, like, yesterday to test something. And it was doing that whole, take a 10-minute break. I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this goddamn <laughs> cycle of psychological warfare from... Uh, just leave me alone. I know, I'm busy. I just had one of those head down for hours, didn't stop for lunch days yesterday, and the watch was uh, bullying me. But I don't... I've never been asked to take a 10-minute break. Was I supposed to tell it to let me let it do that or something? It tells oh, me to maybe. stand up all the time. I know, that's I'm what like, I mean, no. stand up. Stand up for 10 minutes. Well, don't you stand up? Doesn't that imply break? Oh, to you? I just, well, no. <laughs> it doesn't. Just stand up. Just keep working really hard. Just stand up. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I've got a standing. Do you know, my desk is an electric standing desk, but wow, it doesn't fancy. work anymore. But it just meant I could stand up and work, and it was great. But I haven't been able to do that for ages, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When did you um when did you do your first meditation, Ivanka? I don't know. It's a good question. What was your probably attitude? in some I think I may have done my first meditation sort of at the end of a yoga class uh maybe as a teenager, sixteen, seventeen, that right. sort of guided meditation, you're walking through a mm. garden and you relax la la, that kind of <laughs> lie down meditation. Yeah. And then I think I actively tried to learn how to meditate from LBI onwards. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's like 10 I think years. That's where I sort of years went to actually rocked up at some sort of meditation class or, you know, something like mm. that and had a go. I remember going the first meditation class I attended, uh, I was sat in a chair because I, and, uh, all the whole time, all I was bothered by was the fact that I had a really itchy nose. Yeah, it's just like, am I supposed, itch attack, am I supposed, isn't it? Am I supposed to scratch my nose? Am I supposed to ignore the scratch? I don't understand. Anyway, so that was all my, I was obsessed by. It's that. Uh, I just can't deal with the itches <laughs> like me. Like, it's, it's such a problem. <laughs> I think I'm quite an itchy person. <laughs> now you're thinking about it. I can see you. Uh, yeah, I'm scratching. Nose holding audio. <laughs> Every As so I often sit here, get a bit of scratching. Oh, she's holding her nose. Does she not know she's being recorded? <laughs> um, yes. So yeah. yes, that was my first real experience of a proper meditate. Proper. She yeah. says in inverted commas. Do you know, I think my first, my, the closest thing I did to a first meditation was probably Robert Lewis, like uh, kind of doing a bit of oh, yeah. kind of close your eyes, put yourself, you know, sort of basically hypnotherapist type yeah. practice. Um, although I didn't like do too much of it after the first couple of sessions, but just like um, the way, the, the fact that the that you're an imagined memory 
can sort of have a similar emotional impact to the real memory or something you sort of can't tell the difference somehow so it's possible to sort of picture yourself in a situation that you like a best possible situation that they could be and sort of walk through that and experience it and then you sort of you genuinely feel like it happened afterwards and you sort of it becomes it just goes in and i think that's i mean that's quite crazy isn't it um i do i do like a guided meditation so mm. i do like you know there's i had a quite a good habit of sitting down every morning for 10 to 15 minutes yeah before i did anything mm. um and that was in the three months or so before I met Nick. <laughs> then well, that this is... ceased to be a activity. It's, that's <laughs> so. what's made me find it hard to find time to do it because when you live with someone, it's like you don't have the same ability to just, like, you don't have the same control over the space. Like, maybe I could do it here at the studio. Um, but, like, you need to be somewhere where you're not going to be interrupted. And, and, I mean, that in itself is a privilege, isn't it? Like, just being able to... Yeah, yeah, massively. ...have some space to just, like, okay, not... Like, even try... Yeah. Like, I tried to do it on a train once, and, like, of course, like, you know, you're sort of, like, still always aware that you might be approaching Victoria or whatever, or, like, there's, like, I need yeah, to yeah. do it every day, and then, like, is there someone coming through? And you, you sort of... It's like, I, I'm quite a... I think I think you got to do things properly, and I I, I, um, I sort of think like interrupting it, opening your eyes, like certainly when you get like an alert on your phone and it's like mm, I've got to I've got to what's that going to be? Is it going to be important? You get into that, so it's it's hard um, to sort of make space for it. Yeah, I think the doing it properly statement is quite an interesting one because mm. I think you know you've got this whole. Um, there's the mindfulness craze, uh, then there's Buddhist meditation, then there's just, you know, kind of, I don't know, more, I, don't, I want to say medicinal, but, you know, that sort of just stop and think about something. And I think on the train, I used to get quite good at listening to, uh, I was in, listening to, there's this podcast called Audio Dharma. And they're sort of mm. recorded Buddhist talks. And right. I do like, I think but the first meditation class I went to was a Buddhist monk. And mm. I just enjoyed the chat as well. And it's not like come for an hour and sit and nobody talk to each other and try not to scratch your nose. Yeah. He, would, he would also talk about something. And then you get this um, uh, sort of introduction to these Buddhist concepts that I, I quite... That, they do resonate quite well with me. So I enjoyed doing that. And on the train, I was able to then join in that closing down type uh, mm. or sort of being very focused on what I'm doing. And sometimes I'm a bit confused about the difference between just being focused on one thing versus meditating. You know, because I, I read a lot at one point by... Thich Nhat Han, or however you pronounce his name, mm. and he talked about things like walking meditations, where you you are very very focused on putting one step in front of the other, and that is what you're doing, and that is a meditation. Um, so, I don't know. I don't. I think this doing it properly is is kind of a somehow inhibiting the uh, concept. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's got to be like a spectrum of like it shouldn't. Yeah, like it doesn't shouldn't necessarily have to be all or nothing. But you worry that like is it is your are you going to get into the same state without 
if you are letting if you aren't in that sort of sort of quiet uninterrupted situation and i i sort of wonder sometimes um but yeah like i i did sort of go to the london buddhist center in um in uh, Bethnal Green, the, like a few years later than, than that initial thing. Um, and yeah, I just, and I've mentioned it before, I think, just I really loved the sort of meta bhavana thing of like picture people, picture someone you're close to, maybe well, maybe happy, free from suffering, maybe progress. Yeah. And I really thought that progress, that it was that well being, but with not, but not static. To me, I just that's what really sold that to me. It's like you, you, it's all very well being free from suffering, but I think you've also got to be moving. You've got to be progressing as well. You've got to be moving forwards. Um, and I, yeah, and that's that's probably what I've come back to because I used, um, you know, I, I used Headspace. Like I, I did yeah. all the I did all the Headspaces, and it was, <laughs> it was fine. But I, I found it. I find this. There's a lot of kind of like it picture a ball of glowing light coming from your chest and expanding i've I found that a bit contrived to be honest i find that quite hard to get behind um because it is sort of like just it's not human is it it's just like here's a here's a thing here's some light well what's light light's just a thing although <laughs> when i i read the i read a book which i will i have forgotten the name of but uh where they talked about like on the in-breath like breathe in this kind of breathe in everyone's sort of pain and suffering and then breathe out healing kind of thing and I found that quite impact that's quite a nice way to walk down the street just kind of like it sort of makes you aware of people's faces and expressions and like you sort of think and you can almost like see that you just took some of their uh, anxiety away and <laughs> sort of gave them a bit more. <laughs> or, or imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can sort I of think, you yeah. imagine you see it happening and, and that can feel quite yeah. good. But it does make you sort of probably more likely to, if someone is in genuine trouble, to notice that and perhaps yeah. kind of make a real connection. <laughs> the danger with all this is... Like, I can't be bothered to watch Russell Brand's videos on um, YouTube anymore, for example, because he bangs on too much about this sort of thing. And, it's, and he will, his, his kind of knee-jerk thing is, oh, and, and you've got to be at one with the universe and we're all just uh, energy and, well, maybe not quite <laughs> that, but, like, there's a bit too yeah. much of that sort of... I, I, I don't know if it's hyperbolic. I, I, think it's, I think it's fine, it's true, but it's like... It's so sort of generic that it sort of lacks any real information when you start talking about that sort of thing. When you start talking about everything as being connected and everything as being part of a great whole, that's a, a nice way to think and to feel, but it's also quite thin on information, quite thin on things <laughs> to actually think about. I mean, he has got that bit of the recovering addict kind yes. of, you know, he needs yeah. that and that's fine. That, yeah. But I think, and uh, cool. Um, so I don't, I don't, I, 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 I don't listen to him very often. Mm. Uh, when he went through his whole don't vote phase, I was like, mm. uh, so I, uh, but listening to him the other week with Brené Brown, I didn't mind the degree of spirituality or we're all part of the universe kind of thing because um, Brene Brown sort of bought, was in it as well um, yeah. but they had this interest um, 
I can't even remember if I told. I, I'm a little. The, the only thing I'm struggling with at the moment is with how many things I've already mentioned on podcast yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, I'm having but, a bit um, of that too. And like, but, I hate that. <laughs> but the uh, but the one of the things that came up in their talk uh, is that, is this thing that people who believe that everybody is doing their best, who genuinely believe that are happier people and they are more able to hold their boundaries and more able to um, help themselves, look after themselves. Mm. So even in the extreme context, Brené Brown had done some research with women who had left ab- ab- domestic abuse situations. Mm. And the people who genuinely believed, who like, he's, I, you know, I love him, but he's not well at the moment. He's doing the best that he can, but his best is going to kill me and my children, so I need to leave. So it's not a malicious... Um, so so the, the I'm, I'm not sure if I'm explaining this well or if it'll come back well enough to the universe thing. But this, I think, this holding a space where you believe that everybody is trying their best and doing their best and um, you you're... If you're able to do that, mm. then I think then this everyone's connected and the universe is connected is that's kind of connected to your whole um, wishing well to others. It's yeah. it's that whole understanding that, yeah, that person's doing their best, but their best just really hurts me at the moment. So I'm not mm. going to. I'm not going to engage with them or, you know, I'm working for that person and I'd love to do a great job, but the way they work makes me ill. So I can't work with them. That's sort of like understanding your boundaries within the, the, within your space in the universe, I, I think is quite, and I think that comes from, I don't, you know, taking a moment and being conscious and that, I think that's part of meditation. So it's interesting you talk about boundaries. And I, I mean, I'm going to sort of skirt around something that I'm not sure I should necessarily be talking about it in public. But I'm, I mean, I kind of feel like... So basically, um, my brother was horrible to me this week, as happens every so often. This time in the... Uh, it's, 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 it's a problem. Uh, but, like, I, you know, I was able to remain... And my engagement with my engagement, I was able to remain positive throughout, despite the fact I was being told to fuck off for speaking, like, <laughs> like for, for anything, and like um, wished unhappy, you know, that kind of thing, like to my face. Um, I managed to sort of because I think I have enough, like in a in a calm, in a in a composure, in order to not let that stuff like hurt me too much, and I know it doesn't really. You know, I'm not going to take it too personally. Um, but when what really sets him off is whenever I try to establish a boundary. Right. So with an unhappy person, I mean, I don't know. I, I like I don't know how to characterize my, you know, it's hard to sort of sensitively characterize my brother. But um, there is a reaction to being asked to respect my boundaries that is what always results in the most extreme reactions i think it's quite uh, tricky with i think siblings and very close family mm. are uniquely difficult to set boundaries with <laughs> i think because so for example you know i've broken up with somebody before and who and the phone calls just got more and more nasty mm. and in the end my brother took the phone off me put it down he was like 
They just want attention. The mm. nice behavior didn't work. They've resorted to bad behavior. There's no, there's nowhere to go here. You've just got to stop picking up the phone. Okay. Mm. But you can't, you know, how do you do that with your child or your sibling yeah. or your parent? You know, they, you, you, it's much harder to, um, it is much, much harder to set the boundaries but then, uh, and I'm I'm not being Brené Brown, <laughs> right? I'm I'm not sure I have the answers. <laughs> I, I personally struggle to set boundaries on people that I really love or that are that close to me. I, I, it's just that I think it's important, right? Like because yeah, the, is yeah, the, it the, is, the, yeah. when someone's sort of like habitually going through boundaries that you're like, can you, you know, is, and it's, yeah, yeah. it can be very one way that. Like you do want to just go, can can we, can I just address this because yeah. it's causing me pain, <laughs> like it's causing yeah, yeah, me problems. It's sad. Yeah. yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it is definitely uniquely hard to do with, yes. with family and yeah. yeah, I think so because you can't just sack them. Mm. <laughs> you can't just go right. Well, people do. And well, I have. Maybe like, they can. I've but tried. I can't. I, yeah. Like, but there's a limit. Like it comes around. It's like. And I feel like, you know, I, I'm not, look, I, I don't mind it being public that I have a difficult brother because I know, also I know that what he reacts to me saying is so disconnected from what I actually think anyway that I, I don't think that saying this will make that worse or change it because he'll just think what he thinks. But what I, what I just, you know, I just decided I've just got to take it one year at a time, you know? It's like okay, this year's been a tough one. It got, it'll, but maybe next year will be a bit better. But it's like okay, this is this is fifty, you know, <laughs> another forty, fifty years probably, um, and it's gonna yeah. there's gonna be some some horrible stuff happens. But there'll there'll be those sort of oases of, oh, you know, this is someone that knows me better than anyone else in the world. Like that, I have a similar. You know, I've got a slightly weird way of thinking sometimes that's like it's it's I don't and it's quite specific and it's like it's shared he's got that same thing and I when we do just have a grown-up connected conversation it's like you just we can just talk so easily about stuff that I just wouldn't be able to t have that kind of conversation with anyone else because I just would be like what what, yeah. what what are you going on about like what it's something weird um <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's but that's the sibling thing, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like there's a shorthand that exists that yeah. doesn't exist with anybody else because they're the people that you truly have known your whole life. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, like, and that's and, why they can so quickly wind you up because the shorthand oh, yeah. also applies to the you know yeah, that yeah. that is the tip of an iceberg that results in you feeling bad. <laughs> just they can just <laughs> say like one thing, and I you know I know I can I'm like. I can say one thing and it's probably going to set off some chain reaction in someone else that I, I didn't really want. But no, the, the, the irony with family is like the less time, the more you avoid them, the more they assume that you're the way you were 10 years ago. And yeah, I'm yeah, kind of like, true. well, I've moved on. Like, so, but then you try and sort of, anyway, all I can do is, I don't know, try and make that clear. Choose to blame all your problems on anyone but you. Drink your life away to keep hiding from the truth You could take it out on the ones who try to help you through You could find yourself in a holding cell being black and blue Maybe you didn't have such a terrible, terrible time at all Find a new perspective, less protected, let the anger fall Don't be afraid
Coming back to the topic, <laughs> I think, but I think this is critical to the, to the way, you know, this is one of the things that I think meditation or that, especially that sort of um, Buddhist meditation offers is it gives you the space to think about how you react to other people and your, how you're connected to other people and what that actually means. Yeah. Because my, you know, I've definitely spoken about this before, but my first loving kindness meditation blew my mind yeah, yeah. in a really hippie way of like, oh my God, yeah. I've never really thought about it that way. Mm. And okay, I can, you know, it doesn't, you have to revisit. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this person that irritates me and makes me really upset, I can do nothing about that person, mm. but I can do a lot about how I react to it. And I, I think that's a, for me, that's a, quite a profound change yeah yeah and this is this is that that like yeah that loving kindness thing where you you picture someone close to you picture someone well yourself may i be well happy etc you picture someone you're close to then you picture someone you sort of come into contact with but don't really know and i I really like that it's like i'm suddenly sort of imagining the inner life of the person in the corner shop you know (laughs) and it's like that's a really it just really kind of fills you with sort of like an empathy that is hard to come by any other way. It's like, oh, suddenly, oh, yeah, that's a person, you know. With And then the next step being, um, you know, someone that's causing you problems. And so the one that I did the other yeah. day, it was like, I just realised, I was trying to think of who it would be, because I always kind of have that, like, who, who's going to be the twat? Um, <laughs> who's going to be the person I don't like? And um, And it was, and the person I ended up, I was like, oh, God, yeah, I know who that's going to be. And it's like it's, it's like the guy that I have to share a space with, like um, in a building with, the studio, that is, I, I've got, I mean, I don't know. But it was the first time that I'd, re- it was the first time of going, oh, yeah, I need to wish him love and kindness and to progress and, like, things like that. Like, what would that mean? And And the fact that I was just kind of, harboring this unchecked like oh can you clean the toilet please i hate coming to this toilet in this state like i i only had that and 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 that just hurts you like when you've got this sort of like antipathy towards someone else it just hurts you and the other person doesn't even know about it so that's why kind of meditating on it and sort of kind of looking at that it lets you sort of short circuit or just remove some of that stuff that you're kind of holding on to and like it's sort of building up like a little ball of like irritation in your life. Yeah, I need to do a bit more of that. <laughs> <laughs> but this was also, you know, just a revelation I had, like if we can be wishing though all those people, if everyone was happier, that would just fix everything, wouldn't it? If everyone could just be a bit, if everyone could... If the people burning the rainforests or whatever they're doing were a bit happier in the first place, and I don't know, like, happiness is a subjective thing and I'm sure the people flying around in private jets and having a, you know, irresponsible time are 
think they're happy, but I, I, don't, I don't think they do. I don't think if they... But then if not, I suppose, like, if everyone meditated and actually, you know, introspected on whether they were, like, fulfilled, maybe that's what it is. But I, I think, like, the more happiness we can put in the world, the, the better chance we have. Because I don't think people are voting leave if they're unhappy, but the things that are making them unhappy are, you know, systemic problems that... Like if we could change the system so that people are happy, then doesn't that solve everything? <laughs> well, mm. yes, but I think I think there's also this thing about being um, the awareness. What you're talking about with connection, think taking the time to think about other humans as people mm. is also. I mean, that's what you were you know talking about the person who hands you your coffee at the coffee shop in the morning or whatever. Yeah. They're they're sort of putting them in the in this bringing them into your world more consciously. Yeah. Just I think helps you think about people in general more kindly. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it you know taking that moment. I think the uh, the happiness. Yeah. Yeah. But I, so I had this interesting on the subject of of uh, world happiness and <laughs> Amazon rainforest. I uh, levered myself into a conversation on Twitter that was in Spanish okay. <laughs> and I pick, picked up enough to know, to, to understand that basically, um, you know, it's like some, it was somebody that we used to work with at Canonical who's a, you know, a, a nice, I have fond memories of a nice person from Argentina and he was having a, he was tweeting about, you know, but hang on a minute, uh, you know, it was kind of, saying who is the rest of the world to tell Brazil what to do with 40% of their surface area of their country. And was this, and I was like, well, uh, and, well, I, well, I think we see, this is what we talk about when we talk about the inequality uh, element. Like if you, so he brought up, what if we told Norway that they couldn't drill for oil on their land, which is kind of what we're yeah, telling we're everyone to. now. It's like <laughs> this is your this is your territory that is full of something that right now has value, and you're you're not allowed to use that value. And I think what we're doing with uh, and the difference though between a Norway or a UK and a Brazil is that Brazil is a poor country, and Norway, the United Kingdom, these are rich, wealthy countries. Mm. So, because my contribution was like, why don't they? Why doesn't he just? I'm sure he could make more money if he just held the rainforest to ransom and made us all pay for its freedom rather than actually exploiting it. Because the exploiting thing is kind of, you're not allowed to play with my football and not only am I taking it home, but I'm actually going to burst it mm. so nobody can play with it. Mm. And I, I think this... I think the the uh, maybe this is not at all relevant to our meditation conversation. But but it's we 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 observe the thoughts as they float past. (laughs) Yeah, but this one it's like I think that that sort of Russell Brand, everyone's connected and the universe is connected, man. That's what it's about. It's like your action. There is no downstream. There mm. is no other planet. There's no throwing something in the river and it's going to wash away. It stay, we're all swimming in each other's rubbish at the moment. And we're not... Um, uh, and, and I think that sort of the, 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 the mindfulness element, not mindfulness, that the loving kindness piece mm. helps you think about the world in that more connected way so it's less about 
me and what I'm doing and how I'm going to be okay. And it's more about how, you know, may, you know, may we be well, may we be, may we progress kind of thing rather than just about focused on me. Yeah, the whole world. And and I think, um, you know, I like to go, you know, you sort of expand it to the whole world and then I like to expand it to all dimensions. <laughs> all times in history. <laughs> all universes. Why not? Since forever. Just all, make it all seem the parallels. as expansive as possible. All the aliens. Possible. You know, let's just uh, all the expand our circle of empathy as wide as we can humanly imagine. Think about every sci-fi trope you've ever seen. <laughs> Put it in there. <laughs> I was thinking of recording one because I've got my own and like I, I thought I might just record one. Sell it for 15 quid. Like it's quite lucrative, <laughs> this, uh, this meditation uh, stuff, isn't it? That's, is that it a is, problem? Is, is that is. something to be cautious of or does that just mean it's valuable? Uh, I don't know. I think it's people looking for, I think, you know, on the subject of rising mental health problems, mm. you know, I think, I mean, it is probably a lot better for you than all the... I mean, no, I still haven't got to the end of the body keeps the score. Mm. But when I do one day... <laughs> but he in that book, he talks about the fact that, you know, the, there's... We don't need... The, the drug solutions are not what we're... Um, you know, mindful... These sorts of mindfulness activities and meditation are far more effective than any drug use mm. uh, for for helping with our mental health sorry i've half an eye on something else because i've just remembered something i read on tinterwebs there's a paper published about also the dangers of mindfulness because right. this phrase mindfulness gets used all over the shop yeah. um, and i think there's something about mindfulness being used as a tool to constantly check yourself and constantly blame yourself so there's that right. sort of like the other extreme if you don't take it or if you t- i think that was the the i'll find the link do you think that's why it's so um, much more important but, in business is because it makes people i i you know not knowing what this thing is but um do you think that's uh like you get like sharon's you know like i don't know i keep hearing about kind of corporate sponsored mindfulness training but you don't really hear meditation in that situation do you uh, no, 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 no. They don't talk about it. And I think mindfulness, this whole sort of... Because, um, you know, sometimes, yes, you can't change that person that's making you really fucked off mm. at work. But actually, you don't have to accept it. You know, like there's a difference between making yourself healthy yeah. and not walk around holding all that contempt that you speak. Yeah. You know, you were talking yeah, about the yeah. person that doesn't <laughs> clean up after themselves. You know, <laughs> and it makes, you, makes your belly angry and it's really <laughs> bad for you. Um, but that, but then sometimes you've just got to go, no, fuck you. This yeah. isn't about me. This and is about you. Yeah. You are an asshole. Bye. <laughs> so, it's like, so, or, so or another um, type of boundary setting that is more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, don't don't use mindfulness as a way of like putting everything bad on the world. Well, yeah, in the yeah, world yeah. onto you. Yeah, it's like the, like, like drugs are kind of the easiest way to uh, the easiest way to sort of temporarily solve symptoms with whatever side effects may follow. Mindfulness yeah. is very effective, and meditation is also very effective at these things. But at a certain point, 
the underlying problem needs to be fixed, which usually comes yeah, back yeah. to what we're always going on about. Right? <laughs> so without, it's, it's all very well going. Instead, you can't say instead of affecting this institutional change, just yeah. get everyone to meditate. Like that's not the answer. <laughs> like in the way, and at the moment, it's like everyone take these drugs so that you don't yeah. go out of your mind conforming to this system that treats you like a robot slave. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, just take this Valium, take this um, Xanax every day. Um, yeah. yeah, at least uh, meditation at least kind of keeps... I guess you at least sort of maintain a few more faculties and still have the ability to get angry against the machine. So in that way, it's, you know, it's an improvement. Um, but yeah, yeah. But, but this, yeah. I, I, I do I just keep coming back to you know, my, my journey with quitting alcohol is always and just even antidepressants as well, but like um has always been like the thing that was good about it was you just drink this thing and you feel better. So much easier than going for a run or doing half an hour meditation. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So but, you just yeah. drink a drink that tastes nice. <laughs> Way better. Take a little pill. It's done. Like um, it's just such a different thing. It like takes. It's a lot more effort. It's a lot more work to do it. A lot more itching to deal with. Yes, <laughs> a lot, lot more nose scratching. trouble with meditation where the i feel trouble with meditation where i feel is... shortchanged by it is where a mastery of it does not appear to does not appear to give you levitation powers <laughs> no levitation powers so what's the point i want to be what like a uh, point what's his face in street fighter 2 dalsim i think i'd like to i'd like to uh, i've just added meditation to to your habits app I haven't added it See to mine, but if you, you know, guys, if you want to meditate, there's What's a really good app in the App Store called Good Habits. You have to have an Apple device. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay, then. That was nice. Okay, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, there's a website for it for some reason, grandpodcast.com, with a nice button for subscribing if there's not an obvious button right in front of you when you come back to this app. Uh, where can people find you, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. You can find me at michaelforestmusic.com, goodtohear.co.uk, blankstate.org, all over. Very inactive all over. in all of those areas. But I'm gonna, mostly YouTube. Anyway, um, if you're a big shot, 
Like, if you're important, if you're a big deal, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's where are you going thing, with this? There's this thing called Patreon, which is where you can be a patron of the arts. And all you've got to do is go to this website, patreon.com forward slash grand podcast. And because you're a big shot, £100 is nothing to you. $100. <laughs> just, you know, just pledge £100. It's, it's every month, but, you know, that's psychologically you don't necessarily take in that it's a lot more. Support the podcast on Patreon. You know, be generous. Um, what else? Does, does anyone want to help? Uh, if you... <laughs> If you uh, if you're not feeling plush, then please do uh, give us some feedbacks and ratings and reviews, or simply recommend the podcast to one person this week. Oh, Make yeah. a habit of it. The habit, good habits. Recommend Grand <laughs> Podcast habit. to one person. <laughs> Put Excellent. it in the habits app. Recommend Grand Podcast once a week. Marvelous. Marvelous. That would be so cool, and we would be so grateful. Michael is just showing me the tiniest origami crane that the world has ever seen. Maybe I'll make... those of you who, who have known Michael for a while will know about his obsession <laughs> with making origami cranes. Obsession. This one was really little. This it fits on your fingertip. It's very small. Uh, do you know what? If you support us on Patreon, I'll send you one. How about that? And a mug. Wow. Ooh, well, and a maybe, mug. I should, maybe we should make that Can like a reward. Can we afford some mugs? I need to do yeah, the mugs. Yeah, that's true. We've got very nice mugs. Maybe we could make the rewards like an actual object and then maybe yeah, that would... that might work. That would be nice. Mm, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that's everything. Ratings, reviews, all that shizzle. You don't have to help us, but it's nice. You know, it's free content. We're nearly... We're at this... The 91st hour. It's just so much. I know yeah. it's not like... I know we're not Mark Maron doing like... He's up at a, a thousand... But he's doing like two or three a week. Uh, we're doing one a week. I think that's pretty good. So, you know. I think so. Um, well done, us. And we're not even relying on celebrities. No, so, not a celebrity in sight. Not a celebrity in sight, for better or worse. But anyway, um, <laughs> hopefully see you next time. Um, and, you know, get, drop us an email if you want us to talk about something or learn about something. We will, probably. Um, but, yeah, hopefully see you next time. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. bye.